welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, March 14th, 2022. I'm Sunday. Wow. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm Sunday. You know what? No. It is the actual anniversary of when I started Tell Me on a Sunday podcast. Yay! I hope to have more episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's just been crazy uh, stressful. I know that you all know, uh, but I am excited that I got to kind of like recap all of those episodes. Um, I am joined today by... Hey, I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. You didn't actually say your name, but we know who you are. Um, it's but me, Grace Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the myth and the legend, Grace Hockey. The one and only standing yeah. at a whopping 410. Um <laughs> Guys, I just have to say before, this is not a recommendation. This is um, this is something that you must do, actually, for yeah. me emotionally and all people and creators. You must watch Turning Red if you have the means. Oh, I really want to see if, it. Okay, I won't spoil it because I don't think so it's good. nice to spoil it. It's the food. It's everything. It's yeah. Domi Shi's work is absolutely incredible. It's the first time there's been an all-female creative team at Pixar. Um, this is now at post-Lassiter Pixar. This started in 2018. Yeah. This is a new era. And you must, if you're going to watch it on Disney Plus, which all of us have at this point, I hope, yes, because indeed. of West Side Story. Hey, guess um, <laughs> who watched it finally? I promised. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then we will need to hear about that. Uh, but yeah, so you can watch Turning Red. And then after that, Embrace the Panda is a documentary feature right after the film. It's like, it's a full length documentary about the people that made this film. And it's it's absolutely important that you watch that if you enjoy the film, because it meant a lot to me. And um, I could go on and on. And I'm watching it again tonight. So. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You know it's it's a it. wonderful piece. Yeah, for sure. And and please tell me all about it when you do. So Obviously. wait, you you did actually you watched West Side Story finally? I finally got to West Side Story, and this was like a week and a half ago at this point uh, because Wild. I was mostly out of town. <laughs> I was mostly out of town last week um, and did not bring any of my recording stuff with. Hence why I was MIA for most of the week. <laughs> <laughs> really good decision. Snowed in upstate. Um, but yeah, so I watched West Side Story before I left to go upstate and I loved it so, so much. Um, more than I thought I would. And I didn't like our male lead, unfortunately. Uh, okay. which I mean, fortunately slash unfortunately, That's actually fortunate, I guess. You it's know what I mean? Because then you good, weren't torn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause I remember you liking him more than Matt. Did, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I I was really not not shocked at what I thought was a, a charismatic performance. But again, like I'm mm. not out here trying to support no, <laughs> the, God, no. this human. Uh, but no, 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 for sure. I, I agree with you. Like there was just um, yeah, there there was a conversation that we had about that way way back when we first <laughs> saw it, and Matt was not on board, and I totally I didn't understood. like his, didn't like his singing. I was okay with the acting, ah. um, but the singing it's it's really stark when you have mostly people who sing for a living on screen versus yeah. the one person who really doesn't. Uh, it's noticeable. And, yeah. It's like he went to school for, you know, performance and the performing yeah. arts and whatnot. And that was his dream role since he was in middle school. Sure. So you would have thought that maybe there would be a little bit more. Um, and we don't know, you know, the extent of, of music sure. lessons for anybody. Uh, but no, no, no. I, I totally feel you uh, up against Rachel yeah. Ziegler and, oh and everybody God. who has such a, a you know, she is a Broadway star, even though she hasn't been on Broadway to yeah, me in my be. heart and to all of us. <laughs> and <laughs> Ariana right DeBose, who right. is just an absolute legend and a force and I cried every time she was on the screen. I was just so mm. overwhelmed. We're going to talk about her again soon because we have, we're in award season. So of course she has won more awards. Um, incredibly yeah. well deserved. 
And even probably as we speak. So let's get into the news. So first, we want to start with some news that came out on Friday that I actually physically freaked out about, dropped my phone and said, (laughs) oh, my God, for me. (laughs) So Harold and the Purple Crayon, which was first published in 1955, is about a little boy. It's a children's book who uses a magical crayon to create this beautiful world around him with this purple crayon, right? Um, Well, it's being developed into a Broadway-aimed stage musical produced by the Jagged Little Pill producer Thierry uh, Entertainment Group, and that will feature songs by AJR band members Jack and Ryan Met. So two of the three brothers, not A, but JR. But JNR, uh, yeah. JNR, which is, you know what? Let's get to the good part. I get it. So, no book writer has been assigned, but I am available is all I want to say. Yeah. You need a woman on the team. Um, Harold, <laughs> he's going to be transformed from the, you know, he's normally like this four-year-old little boy. He's going to be like a young adult facing real-life problems. Oh, hello. God. Yeah. All I ask Doing is his that taxes we, and big purple crayon. Good to I see. I just picture, the second they said this, all I could see was the, the what is the dog in the nighttime? The curious and Incident. Yeah. Let's not put him in some like neon gridded like You love it. Like, you love Miss Marion Elliott. I didn't say that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> As I'm staring just- at my company mailer directly in front of me, which is all neon, yes. That's all that I ask is just like let's let's think outside the literal box. And yeah, on that nice. note, <laughs> this weekend got really crazy. And this is again, like I don't normally record on Sunday nights. I'm usually like yeah. recording on Mondays, so we've Bold. gotten into the week. But I get to we get to kind of like recap the weekend for you. So we got a weird t- yeah. one today in general because Matt <laughs> may or not may not be flying. I'm not sure. I don't think he is currently. He was supposed to fly on Saturday, and then storms happened, and now he. He's in limbo. So here we are. It's it's really not right. And I feel so bad because I know yeah. he has tickets to things. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully he gets here soon. Hopefully he is here by the time we're recording. Or, you know, by the time this episode comes out on Monday. Hopefully he is That's a good call. in yeah, New York City. So. Fingers crossed. So speaking of people that were places that they weren't supposed to be, Tony yeah. nominee Amber Gray... <laughs> originated the role of Persephone at Hadestown. She returned, even though, you know, we, she left for Macbeth. We knew yeah. we gave her a, a happy trails and everything, but she returned to the musical on Friday night's performance at the Walter Kerr because the, the cast is is just out due to illness. Numerous cast members yeah. are out. Um, they were forced to cancel a Wednesday matinee earlier that week, and T. Oliver Reed also made a ton of buzz, filling in as a fate yeah. as well. Um, and, and, you know, they had to cancel on the 12th. It's such a, it's such a bummer and i've been seeing it you know on the road on tours on every everywhere um people are just being asked to do these heroic things and i totally love and applaud that but at the same time they shouldn't be (laughs) having to do that that's the thing is like we're we're celebrating and i love that i you know i'm very big on positivity Mm -hmm. and at the same time i do get worried because that is a lot of stress and we're seeing like a really happy backstage photo of everybody together and that's awesome and what we're not hearing about is the anxiety of like uh, someone posted Putting something this show um, back together when everyone did you see is the TikTok? out yeah there was somebody that said they were mid tattoo 
and there was like a oh, God. they had like a bloody filled bag on their arm. Oh my God! Getting into into dressing, and I forget what show it was, but it no, was just I like yeah, that. people are were yeah. There's 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 another side to to all of this anxiety. So I I absolutely my heart goes out to these companies that are making it work and making these celebratory notices, but at the same time like recognizing that it it is incredibly challenging, and totally. I hope that we're finding a way to support our people. And if we have to cancel, cancel. That's like, like as a ticket holder, I would go, okay, that's a bummer, but I care about people. Like I know a lot of people were really upset the other day. I guess it was Wednesday yeah. matinees when they had to cancel of about course. 13 minutes before. And understandably, because it's, you know, people coming out of town, people who were in town yes. decided to get tickets to a show that they love. Just getting to the theater in general when it is such a pain in the ass to get to the theater in general. I mean, obviously, obviously that is tough, but we also, you know, however long it was at this point, I I can't even remember. We talked about this, you know, celebrating swings and understudies and how important yeah. that is and how important they are. We're really seeing it this week with Hades Town in ways I really don't want to see, unfortunately. Cause now yeah. we've brought Amber Gray back in, which is great. I, I have to assume Macbeth rehearsals have started though, which are literally right across the street from the Walter Kerr. Yes. I can't remember because I can't remember mm-hmm. what date it starts sometime next month. So they have to be. Um, yeah. Uh, so now you're potentially, uh, uh, <laughs> you're potentially yeah. opening that up for two shows to be exposed, at least two shows. It could be more, um, as right. well. It's just a really difficult situation. And as always, I know there's not really any win here other than the audience gets to see a show. But I really <laughs> am concerned by kind of we're now two years into this, like to the day almost, a day and two more, um, where we're kind of starting to see some of this concern slip away. And I want mm-hmm. that to continue to be in place for the actors and the cast and crew because they need it. I mean, they're the ones doing this and they're doing it for an audience. And I'm just yeah. very much, I'm just very much of the mindset, like the audience should be grateful <laughs> every time there are performers right. able to go on that stage and it's not really you know, it's it's not up to them whether that happens or not. You know, and, and we're not factoring in the backstage of like, okay, that person has a dedicated dresser. Does that dresser sure. know how to dress this person? Does this yeah, person have the trust yeah, of this yeah, person? Yeah, yeah. Does this person have the makeup plot for the – I mean, it, there are a hundred so other factors besides parts. somebody yeah. learning a harmony. It, yeah. it really is. So, oh, yeah. But um, we, we are happy for <laughs> all the things that um, people are celebrating this weekend because we uh, – teamwork, baby. So, let's move Moving to award season because we did kind of talk about it. The yeah. BAFTAs hosted by Rebel Wilson. Yes, that's a real sentence that sure. I said. Um, British Academy Film Awards once again proved Ariana DeBose is dominating and she will win an Oscar. You're it just is what it is. Right. Um, <laughs> so here are some highlights that I just want to shout out. Best film went to Jane Campion's The Power of the Dog. If you don't, if you did not watch over the weekend, Sorry. the clip of her <laughs> absolutely putting oh, Sam into the Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott Putting him into the ground, it was one of the funniest and, and most poised takedowns I've ever seen in a, in a very quick interview conversation. Um, and if you don't know what we're talking about, just DM me. Um, mm-hmm. But please don't. Um, I'll yeah, just post yeah. it. Anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> Lin-Manuel's animated film won, won Best Animated Film in Canto. Canto um, Best Supporting Actress, like we said, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. But I want to call Camera. this out as well. Best Casting went to Cindy Tolan for West Side Story. Yes, I think that we is love absolutely a casting something. award. 
That's right. And I think that we, I wish that we all had casting awards. Like, yes. I, I wish that was incorporated because that's, that's half of what made the mm-hmm. film. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that she, she got her flowers there. And then finally, <laughs> because I'm doing the show with Ashley, the makeup one for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> as it should. Still gonna watch it. I promise you I will. I it just will take but longer was, than usual. Um, this was my plug. <laughs> this is your plug. This is your eyes, your weekly eyes of Tammy Faye plug. It's the eyes yeah. of Tammy Faye segment as it should be as it always should be <laughs> so off broadway the world premiere of the new musical suffs began previews right now as we're recording at the public theater mm-hmm. march 13th and then opening night is set for april 6th i know they had a setback they they kind of changed some of the dates on yeah. us no it's officially happening now the show has extended the run through may 1st so i hope that i can catch it within this time yeah, um, i really do um i finally got a, a ticket to the chinese lady one of the like the last <gasps> yes, tickets I, i'm I'm seeing it with a bunch of also my Asian sisters, good. and we are ready to not be well. Um, yeah. So I just want to say that. I'm very excited. Can't wait to talk about it on the show. Good. So Heart Island opens today at the gym at Judson. The theatrical multimedia experience will have a limited run, which is scheduled through April 9th. So it's a kind of a similar time. All these shows are kind of yeah. running that like month and some change uh, run. So please check those things out. Broadway, Broadway specialty. Can. Yeah. And today yeah. is in March 13th, not the 14th. March 13th. When this episode comes out. March 13th as we're recording. Exactly. So Emmy and Tony nominated actor of actor. Stranger Things, David ah, Harbour, and yes. also also husband to Lily Allen. I can't not say that. He is yeah. married to Lily Allen and it's that is insane. One. It's a weird I one. I know. But we're going to see Alfie Allen on Broadway Ooh, soon. Absolutely. And that is why I would like to be there. Okay, anyway, so um, <laughs> he is returning to the stage. I didn't know he, he had a history on stage, so I want to inform you all. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a new play, supposedly, by Teresa Rebeck called Madhouse. It's going to be directed by Tony Award nominee Moritz Van Stulpnagel, who I have worked oh, yeah. with before. He's awesome. <gasps> ah. He was Tony nominated for, yeah, he was Tony nominated for Hand of God. Yep. Um, he's so cool, and he's so funny, and I'm really excited to see uh, him doing this. Um, it's going to be at the Ambassadors Theater in June. Again, Overseas, will I make it? Probably not. I would no. like to. So David Harper starred on Broadway in 1999 in the revival of The Rainmaker, and in 2005 he was yeah. nominated for a Tony for his performance in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Yes, indeed. I've been sleeping on you, David Harper, and I'm sorry. <laughs> in your shirts, in your Stranger Things wardrobe, for sure. Have you seen that photo? Uh, oh, I thought one? you were referencing a photo. Never oh, mind. I'll, I mean, I'll talk to you about it later. I mean, he always ends <laughs> up on like the uh, female gaze TikToks that I always come oh, across. Goodness. No pun intended. My friend was one of his PR people, and she had nothing but nice things to say about working oh, with him. He seems lovely. Yeah. What a a catch. Good. Oh, Lily Allen. Okay, Uh. so the original West End recording of Back to the Future, the musical, is out right now because of Sony Masterworks Broadway. I did not realize that this, not only did the show, does the show have like original music, which I should have known because I know someone who was in the uh, original workshop as Marty. But it's wild to think that there's already, so the power of love, which if you remember from Back to the Future, the movie, is also featured in the show. And now I'm thinking, this is now the second Huey Lewis reference in a musical because we have the Huey Lewis musical, The Heart of Mm -hmm. Rock and Roll. When is that making its its way to Broadway? It's, uh, I mean, like, when are we having a cast recording? There are multiple versions of power of love. Can we incorporate power of love in another musical that doesn't have Huey Lewis in it? Like, I'm... I was going to say, more. here's the question, because I never saw American Psycho on Broadway. I know. Did, I they, make, did they make a uh, – they obviously had to have made, made a Huey Lewis in the news reference, to. but did they play 
anything. I like, don't exactly to be remember. They, mm. I don't exactly remember if they did that full out because it was Duncan Sheik. Like it was yeah. all like, you know, his original music. But I, yeah, I mean, it's such an integral part of the story. You're right. Yeah, obviously. Oh, oh. We got to go back and remember we're bad journalists, guys. Um, and, oh, I got to find out. Fact. Facts. So in other news, Maryland's only theater will stream the world premiere production of AD 16 written by Cinco Paul, writer of Schmigadoon, and Becca Brunstetter of This Is Us running March 16th through the 20th. So it's tight. You got to come see it. You got to yeah. watch it on the streams. Every time people offer streaming, I get a little happy. Uh, it's Always. directed by Stephen Brackett of A Strange Loop and Be More Chill. And the musical starts Phoenix Best from the Dear Van Hansen film and stage adaptation. Well, is it an adaptation? No, it's an original. What am I saying? Anyways, <laughs> also starts Ben Fankhauser from Newsies. If you've ever heard Ben Fankhauser riff on anything... You've been blessed. Yeah. Um, this is this story is biblically inspired. Okay, it's about teenage Mary Magdalene who has got her eye on the carpenter's son next door named Jesus. Of course, <laughs> of course, no, I know him well. Lost a my damn noodles. He was uh, he yeah. was a friend of the friend. He yeah. was a he was the guy you know picked up the the mail when you were out of town. Exactly. The original score is inspired by '90s R&B, hip hop, and pop. I am very interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think <laughs> Matt had an. He, it was was either part of the new show, which name I can't remember at the moment, right. or there was an interview that Matt did. But I, we've talked about it very recently. I'm certainly curious. So I'm glad to see this is streaming. I don't know if I will get to the stream, um, but very glad it's happening because it sounds bananas. 16th through the 20th, we can make this happen. So finally, in some recommendations, the first one is they had a whole press day for uh, for Colored Girls that's coming to Broadway. I cannot wait to be at one of the first previews of this. Um, they they mm-hmm. chatted at Playbill, did a chat with Camille A. Brown, and then a bunch of members of the company. Um, I was really excited to learn like from them about how the process is going, and it's just a really lovely Love video, so I encourage like you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and then finally, thank you for sending this to me, because I should have absolutely you. clocked it that it had to happen. Um, Alex Edelman's late show set uh, on the Stephen Colbert show uh, was over the weekend. And um, it's such a if you watched his like Instagram stories. And again, we we saw just for us off Broadway at the Cherry Lane Theater, yeah. Matt and I. And um, I really, really adore the show. And I adore him. And his late night set is is such a dream come true for so many comedians. And him, Stephen Colbert coming over to shake his hand is like no small thing that Very used cool. to be like a, a, an absolute like sign of, hey, you, you've like made it. And it's just really lovely to see such a funny funny guy do do a great set on late night i think it was his late night debut or his late show debut i can't remember which i think it's his late night debut i don't think he's done fallon or anybody else like it was his national television debut yep according to playbill very nice congratulations big 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 news we like it when people win so Hell thank yeah. you so much for listening to today on Broadway. Thank you starting for starting the week with us. Hello. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you should you should DM Matt and, and tell him, hey, we you know, we can't wait to see you <laughs> uh, in it. New York. Um, hashtag oh what's the hashtag Matt, loves Matt takes to New talk York? to people. Matt takes Manhattan, I believe. Matt takes Manhattan. Okay, thank you. Uh, don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And you get the news before everybody else. It's absolutely worth it. Keep the lights on here at Broadway Radio. You can mm-hmm. find me on all social media platforms at it's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you you can find me on twitter and instagram at no this is ashley thank you guys so much we will see you tomorrow